What's up? What's up, guys? Welcome. Happy June night, Juneteenth, right? That's Juneteenth, yes, sir. Awesome. Welcome back to our listeners and our viewers to Insensitive Cultures live reaction and discussion episode of Loki season one, episode two. And what a freaking episode that was! Yeah, I thought it was great. Uh, obviously, we've got to warn you that uh, if you have yet to watch episode two, probably pause right now, watch it, and come back to us uh, because we're going to be spoiling the whole thing. So uh, definitely, uh, but definitely return, you know. <laughs> uh, and um, if you are watching live, we highly encourage comments during the show. You might end up on screen. All right. On that note, Lady Loki. Oh, my God. That show was crazy. Lady, right into Lady Loki. Okay. <laughs> right into it. All right, so, so she was yeah. hot, so then we got that going for us. I don't know if that's weird or not, but Lady Loki was definitely attractive, right? I mean, yeah, she was fine. Can you guys Absolutely. Can you guys that- hear me at all? Yeah. yeah. All right, just making sure. Um, no, she's definitely hot. Uh, one of the things that uh, we were going to jump into is, uh, and I don't know if you want to discuss that, today, uh, but there was a big, big slip up when it came to um, to the the credits for Lady Loki. We've been talking about it. We made that, uh, you know, we, we had that discussion last week, too, and um, we're all excited for it. Right. So uh, and then Twitter came around and people found that uh, in the in the American credits, her name was the variant. We know that we know she is a variant, uh, but they quickly found that I, I want to say it was in one of the Latin American uh, credits. They listed her as Sylvie. So, yeah, with with them list with them listing her as Sylvie. If for anyone who knows the comic books, Sylvie is uh, another name for the Enchantress. So it's one of the things that has been going around saying, is she Lady Loki? Is she the Enchantress? Or are they doing a full-on Marvel mashup where these people are the same person? They just took elements from different characters and placed them into this one uh, overarching character. So, uh, but my question to you, since we're since we're talking about her, right? And we went straight for straight for the the jugular on this. <laughs> That's why I put the spoiler over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my question is: Did did Loki escape the TVA, or is he still very much on board, but didn't want to let her escape? Well, so. <sighs> So one of the things that I, I, I've been thinking about with this is, uh, so this is actually the second Enchantress in the uh, yeah. uh, comics. So Sylvie Lushton is actually a young Avenger version of Enchantress who was given her powers by Loki. 
Makes sense. Makes sense. We all know where this is all leading. So I think it very much lines up with the rest of the Young Avenger um, nods that we've gotten so far in the TV series. Um, the hints that we might get, uh, obviously we know we're getting uh, Kate Bishop in the Hawkeye series. Um, we're getting, um, we're probably getting Stature, um, uh, who is Ant-Man's daughter. Um, also most getting, likely. In, yep. Yeah, was see one. that phase four. Yeah, what was that? What was uh uh the the new Falcon too? The the um yep Falcon okay. Leonard Soldier team Joaquin Torres something like that. Yes, yes. So with that being said, like it definitely lines up with all the nods, and even if they don't do a Young Avengers thing, they're clearly like pushing some sort of agenda or like just making people's minds go that way. Mm-hmm. So if it is Sylvie Lushton, I'm I'm guessing this is a version of the Enchantress that a ver a variant Loki has gone and created. Um and it's probably not the same variant that we're currently running around with. Um but whatever other variant who's been able to, you know, utilize Enchantress to go and now essentially create the multiverse from what we can tell uh or is the multiverse already a very prevalent thing that the timekeepers are keeping secret from everybody um and saying like no there's a prime timeline or whatever the sacred timeline um Mm -hmm. but uh c20 the the guard that was uh being held by her from the first episode uh that or was it the beginning of the second episode i can't remember beginning of the second episode it was that guard who was like she was like whispering about um you know it's all real or something like that she was definitely like in some sort of shell shock so it makes me wonder it's like all right maybe the multiverse does already actually exist and this is just creating more of it to screw with the timekeepers or something like that anyway that's my sylvie lushton is is lady loki enchantress what they what they explained was that whenever she takes over their mind like that they don't, we're not sure where she, where exactly they go but they all have like a vision of sorts because when he um when she took over uh who was it uh is it B B15 Hunter B15 uh the main uh, yeah. um she came back and she was like like looking as if she went somewhere else and wasn't exactly sure what, you know, like what she was seeing. So, so yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely a uh, a possibility that they're going somewhere else, you know? Ooh, we just lost Ronnie. There we go. Um, so yeah, and and you you know uh, it's it's definitely something going on with the multiverse, but also that brings us to another amazing question: with them blowing up the the timeline, the main timeline, what does that mean for everything else? Uh, which, by the way, makes complete sense for why why uh, where it's all leading up to the multiverse of madness, yeah. uh, because. It, it looks like, and I don't know, we still have four more episodes, but it looks like the 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 timeline is is pretty much screwed. How how are they going to reset that? 
Yeah, because uh, those those um, uh, those variant timelines were spreading at an alarmingly fast rate compared to everything else we've seen so far. Uh, the there TBA's was a lot of them, and there right. was a lot of them. Yeah, so uh, I mean, and yeah, I mean, it says red line imminent. It's gonna, you know, obviously go over the edge and. You know these. What did they say in the first episode? Is that you know once they correct, cross that threshold, then there's no going back. There's no resetting it. So right. it's you know right. it, it is its own branch. Um, so yeah, it, it'll. It, it, it was interesting. They they definitely um, they put the pedal to the metal on it. Uh, they gave us some more you know more questions on like is this really you know some sort of you know good reformed version of loki or you know is he actually you know just as interested in overthrowing the timekeepers or being mischievous as he's always been or whatever so um yeah i, I, I thought was, this was a great second episode mm -hmm. back we to the, the last question the one where um at the end like how he you know he bailed through the portal mobius yeah. was running down the hall you know the aisle there yelling for him he seemed conflicted because he took a second. He didn't just sort of follow her right in and he was gone. Like if he just wanted to bail, I feel like at any point there, I mean, he used the magic right when they walked in to he dry himself have. off. Like he had some yeah. power. He could have bailed at any time there. So like, I felt like it's easy to say, oh, that's just Loki being Loki. Fucked him over, peaced out. But like, I feel like he, I feel like him and, you know, him and Mobius, like they're, I don't want to say friends, but like there's, you know, there's definitely like a connection there. That I feel they like they have with each other. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like uh, you know Loki is still, you know, he might be serving his own purposes because at the end of the day he's still Loki. But like, you know, he he'll be you know he'll be back obviously, and I, I think he'll he'll be back with some sort of lead or something to help them. Like I feel like he's I feel like he's still trying to get their back, or at least I'm hoping he is because like I'm really falling in love with the character of Loki over these yeah. first two episodes just such a far cry from you know seeing them in the movies and being like who's mm -hmm. this asshole yeah and i've actually the the past few days i've i've put on all three thors in the background of my working days and i'm like picking up little things on on loki's character development over those films that i'm kind of like all right like they they definitely knew exactly what they were doing i think back when even Ragnarok was filmed, you know, they, they knew the way they were going to end that Loki's story, but knew that it wasn't the end of Loki's story. Um, I don't know. And one of the things I know the dark Thor, the dark world is not one of the, you know, prime examples of perfect MCU film, but um, the death of Friga is really like a big, big point of that that loki's story and the overarching loki's story um and you know when he he's told and he's in the prison there uh that freak is dead and he just kind of like does his like little like you know flashes his magic and destroys the entire room and then thor comes and checks on him later and he's all disheveled but he's created the illusion that he's fine and everything's fine um you know Loki's got a lot of emotion. Like he he has this feeling of superiority over people, but he does care about the people around him in a way that I think that that they're tapping into with the relationship with him and Mobius. Yeah, I uh, I would agree with that. Um, and and just to 
to backtrack on that, I actually enjoyed Thor to the Dark World. After. I did too. Well, yeah. initially, I remember when it first came out, I wasn't a huge fan, never really went back to it, saw it, whatever. Uh, but after Endgame and seeing the big, seeing the, the impact on what happened in that movie in the overall story, going back to it, you enjoy it much more. I think that's what happened because when I, I remember seeing it again recently when I, uh, during COVID, when I, when I watched all of the movies and I was like, you know, this movie is actually not bad at all. It's actually pretty good. Uh, so, uh, but also let me, and, and, and before, and before we, we get off of uh, Lady Loki and stuff, uh, I also wanted to pose the question is, do you think that she is the bad person they're portraying her to be right now? I don't think she's the villain. No, it's too obvious. If yeah. she were like, there's gotta be I, some, some other layers there. I I think, uh-huh, go ahead. I think she's a variant just like Loki is. I think she's just a, a variant that was, scooped by a more nefarious version of Loki and is the enchantress, uh, like we were saying, but, but somebody that was molded to, you know, have a more, she's being manipulated. Uh, just kind of like how the, the so you don't think manip- she's Loki. Yeah. Like, I don't think she's Loki. Loki. She is a Loki. No, I, th- I think she is enchantress. I think that's, that's the whole game here. I think there is going to be another Loki probably, or somebody um, that's pulling the strings behind what uh, what the variant is doing. Um, well, why is she rocking Loki's outfit? Well, let me. Uh, I was gonna uh, talk about that in a little bit because what I went looking into it a little bit. Uh, Lady Loki was in the comic books was actually just someone that Loki put himself into. So right. it wasn't necessarily that she was. Uh, uh, that 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 she was born Loki, and just this universe is, or this um, this this uh, universe is uh, Loki, but he threw himself into that. So it could still be explained in, in the fact that this is, you know, like it's uh, again, it's it's a character that's encompassing both characters at once because it's not the first time that they would do something like that. And uh and also I, I know I know we all learned our lesson right from from uh from WandaVision. So I'm not putting anything on this. However, however, I will throw out there that my favorite my my favorite thought right now is that uh Kang the Conqueror is going to be uh, he, he, he's going to be the, the, the main guy in this, and they are going to bring him into the MCU in this series, not in, um, what is it, Quantumania? Like, uh, yeah. like we, we, we know he signed on for that. Uh, yeah. but, and when, and, when uh, and Jonathan Majors, that's his name, right? Jonathan Majors is playing him. Yeah. Uh, and when they asked him, he's being, you know, we, we, he, he looks like a classy guy. He's not, he's not spilling the beans. So, uh, so very straight face. He was like, I don't know what you're talking about. So, um, but, but that's one of my favorites. By the way, where's the American actor? I don't know where he's from. I'm yeah, honestly not. They're not like an interview. Yeah. I'm honestly not sure, but I can look that up real quick while, while we continue to discuss. I got him. Let's see. Uh, 
Yale, Yale School of Drama with an MFA in acting. Recipient of the National Society of Arts and Letters, National Drama. That'd be easy. Still even say where he's from. Come on, IMDb, you're screwing with me. Uh, I, I do have one one um, off-topic question. Johnny, where the fuck are you going? <laughs> I have to go to the pharmacy. <laughs> okay. I just all all of a sudden you were like you like bounced off the stream and then you pop back up and then you're walking around the house like I always do when I'm on calls and stuff and then all of a sudden you're in a car. I'm like, what's going on? Jonathan Majors <laughs> from California. Yeah, he's from California. He's an American. Yeah, and he was born in uh, 89, which means he's younger than me, which makes me feel like I'm just failing at life. Than all of us. Yeah, we're not, yeah, not going to go there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, so, all right. So those are the main questions that I had. Uh, now let's get on to the uh, playful conversation of mobius because uh i I think dave you had you you threw a question in there um like what was the relationship between or the past relationship between mobius and uh the judge i forget her name ravona yeah ravona there we go yeah i don't know they're just seeing them interact it feels like they were smashing at some point and Mm -hmm. then that stopped and now there's like this weird I don't know, like a tension there. Like definitely some sort of. There's definitely something that they had. She's I'm very lenient. Of, She's got a soft spot for him. No, no. What's up, Johnny? Yeah, no, Johnny, uh, I got you. Go ahead. I, I'm wondering, and I, I saw this pose, I think, on Twitter or or on YouTube. Um, could Mobius be like a clone? Um, or or a variant like the other uh, uh analyst that she keeps referring to you know like yeah. she, they keep going back and forth like he's kind of jealous about like you're saying like there's kind of like some tension there seems like he's jealous about another analyst but like we've never actually seen another analyst. right so um he cut out so we'll just continue that here so yeah, I'm glad he brought that up because uh, in the comic books, Mobius is actually clones. It, there's multiple Mobius uh, clones. They all look exactly the same. And they were wondering that when when they brought the character in on the first episode, they're like, but isn't, you know, isn't isn't he a clone? Uh, which makes a whole lot of sense that, uh, you know, he's jealous of of this other, you know, of this other um, uh, person or whatever, this other analyst. And uh, yeah, it's just another version of him. He was born. He was born there at the TVA. Uh, He's never left. It makes sense because most people that come in are variants. Uh, The assumption is that all of these, like all these agents that are working for them were, were variants at some point that possibly, uh, you know, caused a, you know, cause a variance in the, in, in the timeline and they wipe their memory. And now they're a servant for TVA. These are the things that, um, that are being discussed in this. So, and, and it makes sense that if they are a, a version of the comic book, Moby obviously is, but it would have to be clones and those clones would all 
just live there. He might be, you know, the analysts probably come back and forth. We may have been dealing with a different version of him every single time. I don't know. We won't know that until we get through these next four episodes. Is that why, is that why Casey didn't know what a fish was? Like in the first episode, he was like, they mentioned a fish. He's like, a what? Like he had no idea, you know, what the fuck they were even talking about when he said fish. And it was, it was just little, it was stupid. But I mean, now it makes sense. Like you said, if they're getting their shit wiped or if they're born there and they just don't see fish at the TVA, like, I don't know. I just thought that was, that was weird. Well, yeah, he feels like he feels like he was born there, and he's if if either his memory was wiped, or he was born there. We don't know. Uh, either right. way, he's not going to remember what that is, and also he's not an agent that's traveling, you know, in and out of the TVA. He's just a he's just someone sitting behind a desk, you know. So so yeah, he doesn't he doesn't know what a fish is for either either reason. But I feel like after this episode with uh with the the TVA not necessarily being dismantled because we don't see that just yet but uh a lot of things are going to be exposed and I'm I'm hoping it's true that we're just going to get banger after banger when it comes to these episodes because these first two episodes were just filled filled with information that we were asking all along like there's not like there's so much room for for progress in these stories well, so one of the interesting things from the comics is that, um, and like Mo- Mobius is always credited as being human, mm. but the TVA, like, like you kind of mentioned, like he, he saying he was born there, like that the TVA was everyone humanoid, but not technically human. But what if Mobius is a variant? And he was a variant that proved useful and became a TVA agent um, by, you know, whatever, whatever means. And now he's kind of doing the same thing with Loki, kind of trying to prove out. It's like, you know, I'm not the only one. You took a chance on me. Let me, you know, utilize this guy. He's got the ability to help us catch, you know, one of his own variants. Mobius dropped the, his own glorious purpose line. Yeah. In that last episode, too. And as yeah. soon as I heard that, I thought, is it possible? Like, could he be a variant? But then shit doesn't work in the TA. And I talked myself out of that theory. But then hearing you talk about it, I was like, oh, maybe there, maybe it could be. Cause, like, I, I definitely thought that. One of the things that I heard on that was um, that Loki and Mobius are gr- going kind of through the same thing. Loki's realization that, like, he didn't have any real glorious purpose when he was shown his entire timeline is what is now happening to Mobius as well. And by the end of it, they'll both kind of realize it's like, no, like, you know, we're, we're pawns in some sort of other game, but that doesn't mean we can't, you know, go make our own futures, you know, do our own thing, whatever, however you want to hey, call man, it. But. I'm hoping he gets that jet ski. Like, Me too. I, I, I want He's him to get a jet ski by the end of this. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that they show him, you know, on a lake somewhere at, at Johnny's Lake on, on Johnny's jet ski, just Johnny's jet ski. <laughs> uh, and, and just right off into the sunset. And, and it would be the best ending if just at the end of it, he stops, looks at the sunset from the middle of the water and goes, wow. Great. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, yeah, we need a wow. Yeah, no, All I. No, no spoilers.
all I ever want for Owen Wilson in anything is is happiness. Um, <laughs> he he uh, I, I don't know if you guys remember that he he uh, attempted suicide back like 12, 13 years ago, something like that. Yeah. Um, and there was uh, the what was he was in Darjeeling Limited that uh, um, I can't remember the director. Wes, Wes Anderson film. Great movie. And like it was kind of like it was kind of like his story. Um, I don't know. Owen Wilson's a great guy, great actor. Yeah, got that goofy nose and the wow. We all really like him, and yeah, yeah. I'd like to see him get his as Mobius get his jet ski moment. Yeah, that would be that would be great. And not only that, but um, it seems like we're we're gonna get more of him in the MCU, which I would absolutely love if they just expanded on that character and we get to yeah. see his evolution the same way we kind of saw colson's ever evolution over the years you know like even though he are very early on he, he 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 supposedly died and then he lived on in his own yeah uh, you know in the in his own series that's for whatever reason is still true to the to the mcu yeah <laughs> yeah that that was that series i'm glad that they went away from from that uh that form of television uh writing so uh but no yeah it's it, it's we got so much. I love it. Jonathan Majors. Hopefully that 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 reigns true, but I'm not holding my breath on that, even though um, even though every time every time we see it, I think we talked about it last week. Every time we see the the the, the timekeepers, the one the the there were the two. If you look in the uh, there's another thing that you pointed out. If you look at the two timekeepers on the ends where. Uh, is it Ravona? I don't know why. I, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're really struggling what? with that. Trouble uh, remembering the name, but in Ravona's office, they have the two time. Also, like, also, yeah, last name. They're both holding like something in their hands, and then the one in the center has his hands out almost in like a Jesus fashion. So, uh, and that's always the one that looks like. Jonathan Majors uh, character Kang the Conqueror. So, and and we pointed that out very early on that when they zoomed in on the end in the credits, like very big, it looks like Jonathan Majors' face. So, uh, so I, I, you know, everything is pointing towards um, Kang the Conqueror being one of the timekeepers. And not only that, but if if uh, you know Kang the Conqueror comes out, we know that all of that points towards. Fantastic Four, which we know it's coming, but wasn't Kang yeah. the Conqueror uh, uh, Reed? What was it? Nathaniel Richards. It's Nathaniel yep. Richards from an alternate Nathaniel timeline. Richards. Yep. Yep. So, and and uh, he's a ruler of multiverse. He's a ruler of universes. He conquers universes with his supreme intellect, essentially. Um, and and that's one of the other uh, things that people are pointing to is. Uh, we didn't talk about it last time. I don't, I don't remember. Maybe we did, but the, uh, um, the city from the quantum realm that mm -hmm. like everyone's theorized that was in the background. Mm -hmm. uh, if you look at it, like it's kind of in like its own little bubble in that one yeah. scene when they're in there saving, um, what's her face. And that's kind of like the room that they walked out into uh, when Mobius was showing Loki around, was everything was it okay, kind of looked like it was in this bubble. Yeah, and and 
that's one of the things people are saying is that the TVA might actually be operating out of the quantum realm. Um, Cause as we know, time flows differently in the quantum realm. Scott thought he was in there for 30 minutes, but he was in there for five years. Um, why can I not remember the original Wasp's name? Pfeiffer in that movie. What's her name? Janet. Uh, Janet was in there for however long and said, you know, time moves differently and, you know, she gained powers and whatnot. There was a deleted scene where she actually apparently, I never saw this until like, oh, there was a deleted scene where she actually like spoke to some sort of entity that approached her and uh, what's his name as they were about to leave. And she was just like, we're just passing through. And it was like, all right, like be on your way. Um, so I, I'm still, I'm, operating on that too and again like marvel's done this stuff forever um i don't think kang is going to be like the ultimate big bad like people are theorizing by this point um i don't think he's going to be like Th- thanos level um, no, probably not he he never was he's, he, he's like human. Whole... he's just a human that time travels for for which part you mean for just in general like i think i think oh, kang will be yeah okay. I, I think kang will be you know a significant villain at some point um, but I don't think he's going to be, there's a lot of people that are like, oh, they're introducing the next big bad. Like they're next, introducing the next Thanos. Like I see, I see. Kang, Kang will be, Kang was never that level. Thanos has always been that level. The next big bad has got to be like a doom or, you know, yeah. Skull's always big, been a big one, even though they kind of already threw him away, but they could bring they him watched, back. They watched his, his, uh, I remember they made him so big for, for, uh, captain america and we just we saw nothing nothing until his his daughter though his daughter was a huge um like uh multi a series level event there was an event called fear itself um Mm -hmm. that was basically uh um sin the daughter of the red skull revived uh odin's brother uh who was basically like the antithesis of Odin, obviously, uh, he takes over pretty much everything in the universe, and then uh, the heroes have to basically everyone, every main hero gets like Asgardian powers and goes to um, uh, Nivedalir, and like Iron Man gets like an Asgardian Iron Man suit, Spider Man gets like an Asgardian um, thing. Anyway, uh, sorry, I about. <laughs> I geek, I geek out about a big event like every episode we talk. Sorry. Yeah, and, and right now we don't know what the big events are, so it's nice to speculate right. times as long as we don't, you know, put all of our eggs in that one basket like we like everyone did uh, with uh, with Wandavision. But that's going to be hard to recreate because we came from a time where we didn't have any kind of content for a long time, so we had extremely high hopes for for wandavision uh and you know it was it was such an amazing series uh and you know especially after letting it marinate for a while um but uh but we were definitely immediately just like what the hell man like i don't Mm -hmm. Uh, but anyway, let's, uh, yeah, we'll see, we'll see what it all comes down to. Um, yeah, you're, you're probably right on that. I don't think Kang the Conqueror is going to be as bad as, uh, you know, in the long run, he's probably not going to be as big of a villain, but he's definitely going to be a villain at some point. And that very well could end up being Loki, uh, where, where we get our first experience from that. And then, and then from there, the character arc just builds and develops and 
uh, just the same exact way that we that we got our Loki. Loki was yeah. a villain, and that character did exactly that. And now look at us. We're rooting for him on his own series, and uh, we love the guy. So I got a question um, that we kind of touched on a little bit, but we didn't get deep enough. When we were talking about C20, um, and when she was saying, you know, it's real over and over, et cetera. Um, but also, uh, at the end, she says that she told him or she told the variant where the timekeepers are. My question is, how the fuck does she know where the timekeepers are? Because not even Mobius and Mobius knows where the timekeepers are. He's like, I've never met them. Yeah. How does she know? Um, I was going to have a very insensitive culture answer to that, but uh, we're, we're live. So I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll save that answer. But, uh, but no, I, and that's one of the things I think that we, um, that we're excited to find out because she, she's definitely a little bit more tied in than, than anyone. And they're keeping them hidden for a reason. They don't want to, they don't want them to know that, you know, the timekeepers, the illusion that has been set because we've seen that before in the MCU too, where they really downplay, they make this grandiose character into something that, that everyone was just like, Oh wait, what? <laughs> you know? So, um, so I'm thinking that's what, what's going to happen is they can't, they can't allow everyone to see who the timekeepers actually are because if they saw that everything would just crumble. So, in in the event, like let's say, the timekeepers are just Kang the Conqueror, and and uh, and and he's he's a human who is just a very very smart human. Um, it may not be as it, it may it may not be as grandiose of of a thing than the story that has been keeping everyone in check and in line. Uh, so we're we're experiencing a very big Wizard of Oz esque kind of uh, of yeah. operation um where yeah only only maybe one person has access to the timekeepers and and ravona we'll, yeah ravona yeah there's That's also my, the theory that the timekeepers aren't even real which right i you know i'm i'm kind of like are, are, are they like an ai kind of like in um uh, uh, the timekeepers the timekeepers was the was the was the little clock the whole time. It's actually yeah, minutes. Miss yeah. Minutes. Maybe yep. the timekeeper is just Miss Minutes. Miss like she did say she was like half real, half not, right? Yeah, I, and she's he's swatting at her. She's yeah. he's jumping around, jumps yeah. into the screen like like yo. <laughs> I, I read something that uh she uh um because they released a character poster for her after the second episode that people were like, Oh my gosh, like maybe this is a bigger deal character than we realized. Um, and that they're, she's actually going to have like her own story arc in some way. And it's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'll get a miss minutes, uh, backstory. I don't care. <laughs> maybe they'll throw away a whole episode. Just, we'll get a miss minutes. Episode, just on just miss minutes. Up, uh, yeah, just 50 minutes on miss minutes. <laughs> I'm I'm there for it. Yeah, I'm about is, it. Is is Miss Minutes original to the to the comic book or or to the show or was she in the um, original I, I know, any original Timekeeper storyline? 
I, I just learned actually that uh, uh, Casey is not original to the Loki series, um, which I thought was interesting. Uh, Miss Minutes, I think, is unique to the um, to the series. Yeah, but C- Casey was the alien conductor of the Cross Time Express. That that crazy crazy dude with all the stones in the cart. Uh-huh. Uh, Mm-hmm. That's sitting at the desk and takes the Tesseract. I, I didn't realize this, but there is a Casey that's part of the um, Fantastic Four series where they that's get awesome. uh, apprehended by the TVA. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. That is cool. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I, I like these little goofy nods that they do. It's probably It probably means nothing because that character sounds like they were in one comic ever, but it's fun. Let's go back to the, the Titan and Ego. Yeah, sacred time I, I like that. I like that. And that was just something I that, that I I can't take take credit for that. But yeah, it was it was it was Reddit. It was a bunch of different places that I saw, and somebody took a screenshot of the different cities when it was scrolling through after the uh, the sacred timeline was bombed, and you could see. And there was there was something else I felt like I saw in there because it was so quick was that I really just had to I had to rely on the screenshot. But I mean, ego was could you know could this affect? the timelines throughout, you know, the infinity saga, cause you're getting uh, yeah. Titan is where Thanos is from. And then you have, you know, guardians of the galaxy timelines for ego and star Lord. And so you know, to, all kinds to of- answer that question, at least to the best of my abilities is they're blowing up the, 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 the sacred timeline. So those, those events, all of those events took place on the sacred timeline that timeline is now gone. So every single one is completely different. And, and when they, uh, when, when they let off the bombs, uh, you're right. I saw, I actually saw a, a video. One of the ones, uh, one of the people that we follow, uh, you know, when, when the episodes uh, release and they went through every single place where they placed a bomb and and it went off uh because as they're running out as it's happening you're seeing the little ticker going off and it's showing everywhere that a bomb went off and it was yeah uh titan ego uh, it was uh in in a lot uh, asgard uh a lot of very important places as well as just regular places uh on, on earth and um I, I don't know how to answer that because if if they're if they made that explode, it's it's creating a timeline where each one of those places essentially doesn't exist, right? Well, so one of the things that I'm trying to figure out is like from the time a variation happens, or, or is it because so when all those bombs were dropped mm-hmm. and went went through the the same doorways that the TVA travels through. Did she send those bombs through to different times on the time stream? Cause they were in 2050. Right. And they, the, the timeline, obviously they showed us it, it was going crazy. So she had to have been sending those through to yeah. different points on the time stream to screw with it. Yeah. If those bombs are meant yeah, to it showed erase, different dates and times. Yeah. If those, so that's that's the thing i didn't catch i didn't catch the different dates and times that were on that but um but if the bombs are meant to erase which i think they confirmed it feels like they confirmed that they are essentially 
erasing a timeline. They used the word disintegrate was what Loki said. Yeah, yeah. So Mo Mobius is, is definitely conflicted about using those, um, which is yeah. yeah I, I get it. Doesn't blow up like the like the the Earth in that timeline. It just blows up something in a certain radius, so that whatever yeah, was whatever causing a variance, it's it's eliminated. So let's say uh, a bomb went off on on Titan. If it's in the center of the square, maybe that's when Thanos was. A teenager or something so then Thanos doesn't exist on you know right. in the timeline and same thing with ego but ego is a celestial a, a planet yeah. a planet I don't think it would affect anything that he has going on other than maybe uh, uh, an offspring that maybe he had at that point in time that could have caused something else down the road or something like that because he has many offspring over you know, Lord knows how long he he was uh, he was alive. So so uh, um, the bombs went off in very specific key points in the timeline, I believe. And, so, and I again wonder if maybe this is a lead into what if because what if is I believe the next series we get. Correct. Yep. So, so we're maybe gonna, maybe yeah. these are like okay, like what if isn't as much a what if it's what happened in these different timelines. Yep. Uh, Yep. You know, because I don't think it doesn't look like they're going to be able to very easily go back and, and erase <laughs> all of these. Like, if yeah. we look at it, it's no. pretty rough. It gave um, them I find it kind of interesting that they 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 dropped these um, uh, time resetter bombs in not just different cities around the planet around earth uh but also in other realms and other planets and other things called out in the comic books and i don't know if this is just because i mean it is what it is but you um it mobius is only has as we have seen has only been tracking this loki variant this dangerous loki variant on yeah. earth isn't yeah. that kind of weird that they don't appear anywhere else uh, but they only end up in different times on the Earth scale of well, the timeline and never show up like on Titan or on Kree or any other of these planets that have already been exposed to us in the MCU. Well, I, I think I think the reason for that is because they um, when when this variant comes to, you know, and it brought it to their attention, it's because they specifically attacked agents. So they could only be putting that focus on, you know, on earth or whatever for a very specific reason. And then when they travel off to, to the off world to drop that bomb, cause they, all, all they really have to do to create a variant is to create that variant, to get them there, attack them, take it. And then they're moving freely wherever they want. So then they'll go off to this planet, just set that. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're creating a, a variance uh, in order to do that as long as they're treading carefully. I think that Lady Loki, one, uh, she obviously knows what's going on um, and knows how to avoid a variance and create a variance. So uh, hopefully that answers that question. But also... Um, you know, he was just hiding. It was, it was such an amazing thing too uh, for him to discover that she was actually hiding in in these uh, apocalypse, in, in these apocalypse, apocalypse. events because it doesn't matter what she does. 
yeah. it's not going to create a variance. But but that specifically right there just tells you that that her knowledge of how to lure them in and how to move around what they believe to be true and how to get around them. She's extremely knowledgeable on well, that. That's and, it, and if those are apocalypse events that they were high, that she was hiding it. Um, and she dropped those bombs throughout the timeline. And like you said, they're just erasing a radius of, of beings wherever they are. Um, that's, those are more apocalypses that create those variances. Um, so are these more places for her to hide and bounce around in? Um, you know, are we going to, are we going to kind of see Loki and the variant traipsing around through some of these variances that they've now created over the next episode or two? Um, probably, I, I would say the next episode is mainly going to be um, Loki and the variant. Yeah. Like their, them, and maybe even we get the variant's backstory, maybe to a point, um, or what the variant currently believes their backstory is. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it'll be uh, it, it'll be kind of cool to see how they use that whole uh, apocalypse hiding idea um, with whatever she's done in these timelines to to create them. Now, and this could also be you know by the end of this, if the TVA is found to you know be a bunch of bullshit and the timekeepers are bullshit and all that stuff like you know do we kind of by the end of this go you know what let, let these let, just let these timelines go they don't actually really <laughs> matter like because nobody is really you know in charge of this whole thing just mm. let them go so and then if that's the case then we've got all of these alternate heroes from alternate universes and maybe we find we get my secret I mean, wars I don't see them just like letting them go because I think that's the yeah, whole purpose of that. multiverse of madness, right? Is yeah, Dr. Strange I'm, has to put yeah. all this back in, yep. in, into uh, into order. Yeah, and and uh, and this immediately tells me that we are not going to see we're not going to see them correct this in in the series, not not at all. Not fully. I mean, yeah. we so, might see them correct this specific one but it might i, I you know who the fuck knows there are, there are four more episodes so yeah if it's up to dr strange to like sort of fix these timelines and like restore the sacred timeline would that make him sort of like a timekeeper isn't that like how the timekeepers form because they came in and no the a whole bunch of a whole bunch of fucked up shit the timekeepers are determining how the main timeline goes I, I think, yeah, I, I think Multiverse of Madness is going to be not just like him fixing it. I think Multiverse of Madness is going to be, this is what happened in WandaVision. This is what happened in Loki. This is what happened in Spider-Man, because we're pretty sure that that's going to play with Multiverse stuff. And it's going to just be like, so many things have happened in the in the MCU that has mm -hmm. caused branch timelines and multiverses and blah 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 that by this point it's just like it's run rampant and they he has to do something um there's definitely going to be a wand to spin on it but i wouldn't be surprised if there are all of these events are what create multiverse of madness's story right so and and, and it's even then it's still going to leak into ant-man which is set for a 
2023 release in February. So, uh, which is, it sounds like it's a which very, far, it's so far away. However, it, we're already halfway through 2021. So I, uh, I could be dead by then though. I mean, we can, we can all be dead by then. Let's not, let's not get Dave. Uh, Don't get me out. I won't sleep for another it's week. Bo- Steve. It's Dave and me though. Like Dave and I are both going to be like, yo man. I- I hope we make it, dog. I hope I we hope make we it make through it. this this Marvel phase. It's not looking good. <laughs> <laughs> How would I know? Um, <laughs> now, so I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I, I think this is uh, a you know where we we started everything with the events of Wandavision. The events starting now with uh, with Loki. I love that that it's going back into the multiverse stuff because we kind of strayed away from that with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and um, and and now we're we're really getting into the multiverse stuff, which I find extremely interesting. Uh, I can't wait for these next four episodes. My thought on the next episode, uh, Steve. I think you you hit it right on the head. We're gonna get some sort of story on Lady Loki. We'll get we'll we'll know who she is, uh, and and my my best guess is that we're gonna go backwards, see a little bit of her backstory, and then the following episode we jump into an adventure or two with Lo- with uh, with her and Loki and their interaction together, because it for whatever reason that's how it's making sense to me right now is if we jump into who is she. Where does she come from? What is her what is her overall goal? Um, you know, we can then jump into you know what what they're doing in real time because uh I, I think we're gonna we're in for treat these next couple episodes. I could be completely wrong though, obviously. Who am I? I'm an idiot. So <laughs> I think we we get both of that in the next episode. I, I don't think I think it's gonna be both. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna spend fifty minutes just on her backstory. But I think they can spend twenty five, you know, uh, going back and forth. I think it'll be jumping back and forth between her backstory and what her and Loki are doing right now. Yeah, yeah. It's also, you know, the next episode by the end of it will be halfway through, and at that point, like, you know, I still feel like I have no idea what's happening. Like, I I know what's happening, but I have no idea. None of us have really any clue what the overarching um, idea of the story is. I feel like Captain uh, or uh, whatever Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's like you kind of knew by the end of it, you know. All right, they're gonna have to take these guys down. Buck's gonna be Cap, like or uh, Falcon's gonna be Cap, whatever. Yep. Uh, Wanda Vision, you're like, yeah, like Vision's gonna have to go by the end of this. Wanda's gonna lose her mind. This one's like. Loki's got to jump through a bunch of different wormholes and find out what's going on. That like, okay, yeah. they can go thousands of different directions with it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Either way, Just a, very exciting. A final thought, guys. Did you the the store the rocks cart in Alabama before the hurricane hit? Did that was that like a semi call out to idiocracy? Do you remember like the Costco's in the future got so fucking huge, and uh, they, that's the pretty much what they said is like based on the times like it just became this like massive superstore and i don't know i thought it was like a little idiocracy throwback and that store was wild 
Walk, I texted you about that one. Yeah, um, look at that. Rocks, rocks on. Rocks cart. So rocks on the parent company of rocks cart has been uh, mentioned throughout pretty much every Marvel property uh, we've wow. seen. It's been in agents. Agents of Shield has had references to rocks on. Um, the uh, Peggy Carter in the Agent Carter series uh, met the CEO of rocks on. Uh, or president of Roxxon at one point in one episode. Um, there's been Roxxon gas stations in um, uh, different movies. I think maybe there's one in like Iron Man 3 or something. Like Roxxon is a... It's like Exxon. It's a global conglomerate parent company that has all of these different branches that they're just... Yeah, they're, they're Amazon of MCU. They are taking more. over... Yeah, they are slowly taking over a little bit of everything there in everyone's lives by obviously 2050. Um, but they've been building it up for a while. But Roxxon is a longtime comic book conglomerate type company that is meant to make you think of like the Exxon Mobiles of the world and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know. I think that there could also be some sort of tie in with... Uh, um. Okay, so here, here's the article. Uh, they appear in all three Iron Mans. Uh, they appear in uh, the one shot, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to Thor's Hammer. They appear in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Agent Carter, Daredevil, Iron Fist, Runaways, Cloak and Dagger, and Hellstrom. Um, yeah, so there's definitely... I've never some... noticed that. I've never seen that. That doesn't even sound <laughs> familiar at all. In the background. Those are little yeah, things in the right. background that we just missed. But So I think it's really just... Um, just a uh, same thing, just like a little callback to to those to to the corporate the corporation that they created. Um, that's just con- a continuation, and by 2050, they just became a whole set. Like, but I think that's all it really is. Speaking about though, by 2050, though, like, <laughs> is it just me or like there was they were only looking at three years four years that kablooey existed and there was like a shit ton of disasters and not only that like the category hurricane was a category eight like there's no such thing as a category (laughs) and the climate change disaster of 24 like basically we're we're fucked in the sacred timeline except the swallows disappeared and it yeah the swallows there's so much shit that happens uh yeah so yeah, we're uh, thank God we don't live in this uh, timeline because we 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 could very, we don't know we me and don't, Steve might that's why <laughs> there's impending doom exactly there's, it's always it's looming over us so. I haven't seen any superheroes on 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 you know in our universes yet so hopefully we have more time than that but uh, I love how most people were just like yeah. St- it's a it's a hurricane sale <laughs> like category eight doesn't even exist now it's just like yeah i'm looking through the hurricane sales <laughs> like it's just like ah whatever it's just another day now we're used to this <laughs> life sucks yeah. uh do you guys have anything else to add before we uh before we end this no nope nope no i'm good nope. no all Excited right for the next one yeah, we're we're we can't wait uh, until the next one. Um, so just remember, guys, we're gonna try to keep this thing going every single Saturday. So if you enjoyed this conversation, if you're listening to us after, uh, or you know, or you're tuning into the video next Saturday, 
tune in again around noon o'clock. Uh, around noon o'clock, that's great. Uh, noon o'clock. <laughs> noon. I got it. Um, and we'll uh, and and we'll go live again. But if you miss it, we're going to be posting it everywhere anyway. So just remember, guys, that this is all. Uh, for Insensitive Culture, the podcast, where we'll probably still talk about this a little bit more at the end of the episode. So uh, rate, review, subscribe if you don't already and have your friends and family rate, review, subscribe if you feel like they would enjoy the content of our podcast. All right. So Johnny, have a great rest of your Uber shift. Drive safe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Guys, uh, it was a pleasure again. Uh, meeting up with you all Esteban thank you so much for taking time out of your day uh, to join us on this and help us uh, no I enjoy it I always enjoy make it some sense out of this because who are we we are we are three idiots that love movies and and we just uh, end up talking about these things whether people agree don't agree or whether we know what the hell we're talking about or not. So <laughs> I'm just some nerd that loves world building. So I find this stuff fascinating. All right. Well, everybody, thank you for tuning in. We love you guys. Peace. Peace. Later.